This is episode 27 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Whatever happens today, know that God's got it. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. I'm always fascinated about research on Christianity, you know, kind of the state of our faith. And there were a couple of studies that just came out recently that, well, I thought were interesting. Like, have you ever led someone to Christ? Only 5% of Christians have ever done that. Have you invited a non-believer to church in the past year? Less than 5% of people have done that. And I just thought it was interesting because we are told so very clearly in the Bible to share our faith. And you might worry, well, what will people think? Here's another statistic that I've read. 80% of people who do not go to church say that they would not mind hearing about faith from a friend if their friend really valued it. And I was like, wow. So if you really value your faith, share your story with a friend because it might be the thing that gets them to come to church with you or gets them to come to know Christ. So this episode of the Rise Up podcast is about sharing your faith. It's interesting saying share your story. I'm glad you used those words, Therese, because when I heard those statistics, I'm saying, well, uh, maybe people interpret the leading someone to the Lord as you have to sit in front of them and read different parts of the Bible that talks about, you know, giving you as opposed to, uh-huh. and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh-huh. If you're called to do that, that's great. But also, what if you live your life in such a way that's, uh, that's enticing, that's different than other people around you? I mean, love God, love people, which you don't see a lot of that uh, around today. So what if you live your life in an example? You're not really reading out of the Bible per se, but you're reflecting God in how you live your life. And that attracts people to Jesus. And then somewhere down the line, they accept the Lord. So did you share Hmm. your faith? Yeah, because you shared your story. You shared your life. Now, did you particularly tell your particular story? Yeah, that's good to do that. But you can just live your life in a way that leads people to the Lord. Super interesting, both of those aspects. It was a couple episodes ago, we were talking about our summer jobs. Mm -hmm. And uh, I talked about uh, having worked at a campground. And that was something uh, where I was a little bit older. So it wasn't like, you know, kid summer job. But my coworkers, it it wasn't something I hid that I uh, am a believer. I prayed before my meals and they'd see that and they'd know I wouldn't use all the same words and uh, colorful kind of language that got used sometimes around the shop. And it it wasn't something where it was um, me coming up to them saying, hey, we need more weed whacker string. And by the way, have you heard about Jesus? It didn't didn't (laughs) happen like that. It's so natural. (laughs) Just roll right into it. It just flows. (laughs) It was, but but there were a number of conversations that summer that were super significant and that really did come to not just faith in general, but like Jesus in specific at times. It was interesting to see how little by little uh, they realized I was a a Christian. I didn't hide that in conversation. And then um, as they got to know me as a person who cared about them 
as people, I'm guessing they could tell that, they would ask what I thought about things like stuff in the news. Like, hey, now what do you people think about this issue? Because I've heard you Christians that, yeah, you know, right. It's like, yeah, I've heard you Christians say this and being able to say, oh, you know, that's really interesting because we don't think that at all, maybe, or to say, you know, oh, there's a misunderstanding here and get to correct some of those common misunderstandings. That was a really cool thing. And then uh, another aspect of what happened is finding out other people have a faith background that you didn't know about. They have a faith and you don't really realize it until you do take that interest in each other as people Mm -hmm. first, because leading somebody to Christ, right, isn't just because you love Jesus. Absolutely, it's because you love Jesus, but hopefully it's also because you like love and care about the people too that you're leading Mm -hmm. to him, getting to know them. I'm like the relationships, you, you, you can't do this. It doesn't happen without a relationship component that's real. Most people who are not Christians, I would guess, know what Christians are against more than they know what Christians are for. Oh, for sure. And I think it's interesting in your experience, Tim, that people would say, oh, yeah, Tim, he's for prayer. Oh, Tim, he's for being careful with the things that he says. Mm -hmm. Oh, Tim, he's for being helpful. And I wonder kind of playing off of what you said as well, Steve, with the way that we live our lives, if we were as bold to let our neighbors know what we stand for as we were to let them know what we are against, how that might change everything. Because I sometimes stand back and look at the perception of Christians and think, I don't think I'd want to hang around those people either. Mm. You know, But thankfully, I know enough Bible-believing Christians who are for so many good things that I go, oh, I'll just hang out with these people over there. So I think even within the church, we see some of that. You know, we've all experienced people shouting on a street corner or angry lawn signs or T-shirts that, while sort of biblical, can be really offensive. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure that that's the best strategy always to lead someone to the Lord. It's funny that you mentioned the whole sitting down with the Bible and going through, you know, here's how you get saved. When I first was saved, I remember thinking, okay, I have to do this. Like I have to find somebody who I can sit down with and I'm going to go through the book. And so I was in college and I, I sat down with a friend of mine and I was like, okay, this is how you get saved. And I like the whole Romans road thing and all the, do you believe that you're a sinner? Do you believe there's only, okay. And then we're going to pray. And so I prayed with that person and, um, you know, and, and there she was, she was like this new believer in Christ. And I was like, yes. And then I saw her in class a couple days later and she was like, yeah, that thing the other night, I totally don't believe that. And oh. I was like, oh, so I was, and then um, the people in the discipleship group I, I was in, they were like, yeah, yeah, you have to disciple somebody after they get saved. Like you didn't, and I was like, uh, there's not a, like a book on like, and I thought, oh, well that didn't work. And, <laughs> and I don't know if I want to do that again. Okay. Fast forward like 15 years, that person reached out to me via email and said, hey, I'm going to be in your town. Do you want to get together and like have a cup of coffee or something? And I was like, yeah, let's get together. That'll be so super fun. And so we get together and I said, so what are you in town for? And she said, oh, I'm going to this Christian ladies conference. Mm. And I was like, well, praise the Lord. Now, Mm. I don't know when her genuine conversion happened. I don't know if I played 
any part in that. Boy, it didn't feel good hearing like, hey, I didn't mean that, you know, <laughs> way back in right. college. She has no recollection of it, which mm. is kind of the interesting wow. thing, too. And so wow. I think the whole point of that really discombobulated story is that God will use your well-intentioned good efforts. Uh, and that's important to know. In the same way that he redeems us from eternal damnation, he mm. redeems our feeble, lame efforts <laughs> to do whatever we can do. And it, we have to remember that we don't actually save anyone. Right. Yes. Like, we we don't do that. That's the Holy Spirit. And so don't think for a second that you're saving someone because that's what God does. Mm. Right. And we can get in the way. Uh, Therese, you mentioned uh, earlier about wearing a T-shirt that has, yes, biblical truth or even saying something that, yes, is biblically true, but being careful of when and how you say things uh, can uh, be a detriment. Let me just give you a real life example that Mm. just happened recently. I say in the last month or so, a few months, but uh, my brother-in-law died after suffering through dementia for six or seven years, and he he, he passed away. And um, he has a brother who has been a Christian all of his life. But he'd be, and I'm trying to put this in a polite way, he'd be the kind of Christian that was called like a fanatical Christian. It would okay. the, the Bible thumping, you know, fire and brimstone. That's that's that family's only example of who a Christian is. So after uh, this all happened when my brother-in-law died, his brother came up to my sister and said, you know, that uh, he didn't accept Jesus, he's going to hell. Mm. I mean, right after his death. Oh, my wow. goodness. And now, I mean, he's speaking biblical truth when he says that, but not really in a loving manner at all. Yeah. You know, he didn't accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior, he's going to hell. Yes, that's biblical truth, but other people in the family, even my sister who just lost her husband, I mean, said this right after he, mm. she said, oh, I'm not sure if I want to go to heaven then. If you know, And it was said in wow. such a harsh tone that's your, and that's the only example they've had of who a Christian is all their life. So, uh, yes, we can live our life loving God, loving people, and we've all said that. Uh, you have to do it in a loving way. Care about people. Mm-hmm. Have relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, you can speak truth, but you can speak truth in a manner that turns people away uh, in the wrong situation. Well, hello and good morning. Thanks for starting out your day with Steve, Therese, and Tim. This is Rise Up on Family Life. I think it's probably an all-American condiment, but now it is going global. Barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. Yes. There's a a Japanese variant that is a little salty, a little sweet. They say you can use it on meats, you know, like your ribs and things like that, but also on seafood. I would have never Hmm. thought so much of barbecued seafood. seafood. And then the shawarma version which is just fun to say. Yeah. Uh, it's got like the cumin, the garlic, and uh-huh. it's good on sliced meat. Ooh, I mean, yum, guess yum. I shouldn't be surprised. Cowboys, they can be world travelers too, right? Uh-huh. Yeehaw. <laughs> Giddy up, we. <laughs> as refreshing as that first sip of coffee in the morning. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Yep, no cheese on this one. Now, uh, the best recipes, uh, they don't always come out perfectly the first time. It Mm. takes some repetition to get the the perfect uh, recipe many times. So Mm. here's a recipe this morning. Push your face forward just a little bit and and, uh, then look toward the light. 
tilt your body just a little bit. And instead of cheese this time around, let's go smize. We're going to put smize uh, for this recipe. Smize is smile with your eyes. Okay. Push your face forward. Smile. You tilt your chin down just a little bit. Look toward the light. No. Tilt your like body a little pictures. bit. Not this. That's just your best fit. Not class pictures and smiles. That's the, the that's the oh. recipe from professional models that say that oh, if you're not happy with the way you look in pictures, that's the recipe. Oh, so just this. Wanna, wanna, How does yeah. this look? It hurts Here's, my eyes a little, though. Yeah, the smile with your eyes. That's the hard part. <laughs> don't look. It's a good day. Don't no, look. So don't so look so creepy so. like me. Can I stop <laughs> looking at the light now? Yeah, so that's awkward. your recipe. For the best picture. No okay. smile, just smiles. Come on, you don't need any more beauty sleep. You look great. Thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. It's Hear the Beard. Oh, I love this game. Hear the Beard. Never heard of it. So I was told recently, I don't sound like I have a beard. Huh. Well, I do, in fact, have a beard. It made me wonder, what exactly does a beard sound like? Brandon, say something. Uh, hello. Yeah. See, there's. Yep. There you there's go. Well, yeah. that's that's Brandon one example. Beard. Brandon has yeah. a beard. That's right. One example of what a beard sounds like. Now, I don't have a beard. And that and right there, you just gave us an example, Steve, okay. of right. what a beard so, doesn't sound so Brandon like. Brandon and I are gonna no face. Okay. You are talk. my contestants Here on Here the Beard. Here we We've got some guests here today. They are either bearded or not. It is up okay. to you to tell me right. whether they are telling the truth. Here is our first guest. My name is Andrew, and I have a beard. All right, does Andrew indeed have a beard? I'll go first. I say no. I also say no. Okay, what is it? You are both correct. Andrew does not have a beard. All right, our next guest guest on here is a beard. (laughs) Here he is. My name's Christopher, and I have a beard. Does Christopher tell us the truth? Or does he not have a beard? You want to go first on this yeah, one? Yeah, right. I, I think he's got a beard. Me too. I'm going yeah. to agree with Brandon. I don't know why. I think he has a beard yeah. too. Christopher has a beard. Oh, Very good. That's two for two. All right. And now here we go. Final the one. five o'clock shadow round. Here we go <laughs> on Hear the Beard. Let's uh-huh. hear from our final guest. My name is Ed, and I have a beard. Does Ed oh, have a beard? <sighs> I'm, I, he, he sounds like he has a beard to me. I, I'm gonna go no. He sounds more like a goatee type person. But, oh, uh, no. interesting. I'm go no beard. All right. This, this is an unprecedented record on here. The beard, yeah. uh, Steve, you're incorrect. But Brandon, not only are you correct, you got bonus points because Ed has a goatee, wow. not just a beard, a goatee. He's <laughs> good at this. I'm never yeah, asking never him to play know. again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never know who's got a beard and who doesn't. Uh. Thanks for joining us on wow. Hear the Beard, wow. Rise Up on Family Life. It's uh, brought to you by the Rise Up Shaving Club. All right. <laughs> what do you get for a prize? Like clippers or something? A trimmer. Trimmer. <laughs> Today is going to be great. We just know it. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. All right. It's a bear trying to get into a mall. The doors are locked. Trying to get in, y'all. It's a Georgia mall. It's not in Georgia, so that's <laughs> okay. okay. Bear has an accent, apparently. Right. Uh, but the doors were locked, and uh, I have come up with, and mm-hmm. it's the definitive answer, why. Oh. Why this bear was trying to get into a mall. What particular 
uh, store was, I know this, it wasn't huh. in the story, but I've come up with a huh. definitive answer. You have the answer? I have the answer yeah. on why. Like what he store? was like going to pick up his order at Things Remembered. Oh, that's oh boy. That's, that's, okay, oh. you're getting the idea. You're catching on okay. a little JC bit. JC Berries? No, 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 no. I have the definitive okay. store. Okay. In in mind, the mall. The mall this store bear, that a yeah, bear would want to go bear to. Go. My name is Trish. I live in Niagara Falls, New York. A Barrican Eagle. American yeah. Eagle. Oh, of course. Wow. <laughs> Bears love denim. <laughs> Hi, this is Adrian from Alexander. Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh-huh. I like the way you think. Mm-hmm. Needed a new well, look. Yeah. My, my mom joke genre, too. Oh, there, you go. Mom joke. there you go. They're just like dad jokes, but funny. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're real eye rollers. My name is Bill. I live in Poland, New York. All right, so this bear in Georgia trying to get into the mall. Uh, you know where he was trying to go to. Build-A-Bear. Build-A-Bear. <laughs> there you go. He just wanted a friend. <laughs> or maybe he just wanted a new outfit. I mean, those little outfits are so cute oh, on those bears. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you don't know how My many. Kids love that place. Isn't that great? Build a bear workshop. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Thanks for calling in. You win absolutely nothing, That's but right. we appreciate you. That's awesome, though. That's great. I love you guys. <laughs> Anyone else wish morning started just a little later? Yeah, we get that. It's Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life.